Good morning and happy Friday. Welcome to Dialagmai, the people's conversation with Travis and Kyra Gold. new here my name is Kyra Gold I am married to the wonderful incredible amazing anointed Travis Gold he is the lead pastor at For the People's Church located in downtown Los Angeles and we have an incredible son named Axel who turned one this past March if you have missed all of the other episodes in this daily series this week uh, Travis and I we decided to take a break from our usual long-form episodes that come out every Monday just due to how everything worked out with our church calendar over the next two weeks and instead each day this week going from Monday to Friday uh, I have hosted a week of daily gospel meditations our heart with these daily devotional style episodes with these daily gospel meditations this week has been to comfort confront and challenge you and ourselves trust and believe we desperately need these gospel truths too daily uh, we need these life-giving false foundation destroying truths of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Today is our last day in the series. Wow. If you have not prayed before listening to this episode, please press pause now and pray. Ask that the Holy Spirit would apply his word to your heart, bringing fresh revelation and illumination in the mighty name of Jesus. As I was praying through what would be the most edifying way to close out this five-day daily gospel meditation series, I believe the Lord shared with me through, through this passage that I'm going to read that it was to celebrate the word of God, that the most edifying way to close this out would be to celebrate the word of God. So that's what we're going to do in this episode, because as it is written in Romans 15, 4, for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. With all of that being said, let's jump right into the gospel meditation for today. We are going to be in 2 Timothy chapter 3, reading verses 12 through 17, starting in verse 12. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. While evildoers and imposters will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. Verse 14. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of, because you know those from whom you learned it, and how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Verse 16, all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. There is so much going on in this passage. And as always, I really challenge you to read it in context, to take some time, press pause on this podcast, go back, read through the entire chapter, read through the entire book, uh, read these things in context. For the purposes of today's gospel meditation, I want to focus, as I said at the top of the episode, on the word of God. I want to celebrate the word of God in today's episode. The word of God is a means of his grace. And what a 
gift it has been to read the word of God with you every morning or whenever you're listening to this this week. Remember our gospel meditation on Psalm 130? We talked about the hope that we have in Jesus and in his word, right? It was in verse five, which reads, I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits. And in his word, I put my hope. His word is sufficient for our sanctification and efficient in our salvation. And it is what God, by the power and work of his spirit, uses to equip us for every good work in his name, for his glory. Thank you, Jesus. This is why you'll always hear us say things like, we don't have anything to offer you, literally no advice or wisdom that doesn't come from the word of God because we have nothing of substance to offer if it isn't him. Like literally, who cares what we have to say? Who cares what we have to bring? What we're called to do here as as believers, right, requires the supernatural grace and power of God. The mission of the church, it can't go forth without Jesus. So we need who he is. We need to learn who he is through his word. As it is written in Romans 10, 17, consequently, faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word about Christ. It is the word of God that should go forth and it is an emboldening from the spirit of God that enables us to share his word. We cannot do this apart from Christ. We also uh, uh, studied this at the top of the series on Monday. And what did we say? that apart from Jesus, we have no good thing. Referencing Psalm 16 two. Have you been attempting to domesticate some really challenging verses because they make you uncomfortable? It's so tempting in this fallen world where we end up using the Bible as a tips and tricks guide to getting what we want or using it to feel better about ourselves or we'll read verses out of context to escape conviction. Or my personal favorite, reading those really challenging, convicting verses about sin with everybody in mind but yourself. Instead, we need to lean into the discomfort of what Jesus teaches. We need to ask the Holy Spirit to give us endurance as we wrestle in his word. Your spiritual disciplines, their lifelines, protect that personal devotional time with the Lord in his word and reach out to people that God has placed in your life to teach you. Ask the hard questions, read the word out loud and be humble enough to know that you don't know everything you could know about God. Your teachers and leaders also don't know everything there is to know about God, but we must be willing to learn and to train. When we read passages like this, it's, it's really easy to start at every good work. We just want to jump into the good works, but we aren't willing to train. We want to teach, but we aren't willing to learn. We are all broken and fallible, but in Christ and his message, we are reconciled to him and made worthy. Fear of the Lord is the foundation for humility. We need the word of God and we need his spirit. We should not be okay with being biblically illiterate. Because in that, we simply become apathetic. We become apathetic in this war against absolutes called relativism. 
and that tempts us with the sweet smelling fruit of being liked and loved by all. And in turn, we become deceived into watering down and distorting the word of God, thinking somehow that will give us significance. That significance that we're seeking that can only be satisfied by Jesus will look for in the world, denouncing him and watering down his truths in the process. And we tend to do this subtly under the guise of grace and a masquerade of spirituality. And again, this isn't a call to be perfect and have performative Christianity. We are fallen. We are broken. We need God. We need his spirit. But is our spiritual trajectory one of progressive sanctification? Are we progressively looking more like Jesus? Because again, we don't do it perfectly, but we are called to do it progressively. And with all of this in mind, let us remain gentle, okay, and lead by the Spirit. No amount of Bible knowledge is going to excuse you from being led by the Spirit. There's no amount of knowledge about the Bible that's going to excuse you from acknowledging the grace of God as he revealed himself to you, which is what got you to where you are. Essentially, I'm saying, let us not forget the whole way of Jesus. We can get hyper-focused and overemphasize one specific way and part of Christ, but he's all of the things he is all the time. And when we do that, it's very easy to slip into heresy. We are to be known by the way that we love. By this, they will know that we are his disciples. And to be a disciple means to be a learner, to be a pupil. Let us be a people committed to learning the whole will of God as revealed in his word. Let us be a people willing to give up everything, picking up our cross to follow Jesus. That's the type of people he died to create in his name for his glory. All scripture is God breathed, which means we should be preaching and learning all of scripture, not just certain verses. The spirit of God uses the word of God as his instrument of conviction, edification, pruning, instruction, and rebuke. We need him. We need his word, the sword of the spirit of truth. It is so easy to become sidetracked and want to add to God's word other things. But when we do that, we're saying it's not sufficient in what it set out to do. When we deviate from the word of God in our teaching and our rebuking and our correcting and in our training for righteousness, we're saying it's not useful for doing the very thing we read here that it's useful for. We must lead and love with the affirmation of God's word. We are called to believe that God does indeed speak to us in his word and we can in turn center our lives on hearing and living that word. We must allow it to speak in the form in which it has been given to us by the power and work of his spirit and fight the temptation to dice it up or blend it, extracting fragments for our selfish ambition. We read in Hebrews 4 verses 12 through 13, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. 
everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. The word of God in full is the substance each one of us needs. His word is the living water and the bread of life and the Holy Spirit, our great teacher, reveals and illuminates its truth to us. The Bible is authored by God, scribed by man under the divine guidance of the Holy Spirit. The miracle of this is that God channeled his revelation through fallible man without detracting from his perfection, divinely bringing forth an infallible revelation of himself. There are 40 different authors that wrote 66 different books in three different languages spanning over a period of 1600 years. To have that result in one harmonious book is humanly impossible. The unity and progression of scriptural thought with the absence of contradiction indicate that the Bible had ultimately one author, God himself. And so before I close out this episode with some pulse check questions, I wanted to take some time to pray a prayer Paul prays at the end of Ephesians 3 in verses uh, 16 through 21. I wanted to pray that over all of you who are listening today or whenever you tune in to this episode. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with the power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. I hope that you are encouraged, challenged, and comforted um, in and through this this kind of different episode as we just close out this series celebrating the gift that we have of God's word that we have in getting to study the word of God. Wow. Here are some additional pulse check questions for you to take before the Father by the power and work of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name that I pray deepen your understanding of this passage. Question number one, what is God revealing to you about himself and his character in 2 Timothy 3 verses 12 through 17? Question number two, what is he highlighting specifically to you about his word? Question number three, do you live like you believe his word is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness? Do you live like you believe that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work by the power and work of his spirit through his word? Do you live like you believe that faith comes from hearing the message and that the message is heard through the word about Jesus? In what areas are you tempted to add to God's word? Is it when you are teaching Is it when you're rebuking, correcting, or training somebody in righteousness? 
How has that led you to add to the word of God? How has that led you to try to subtract from the word of God? Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you the root as to why, what aspect of pride, fear of man, etc. is leading you to add or remove from God's word. Work that out with God and then reach out to a leader in your church, in your life for prayer, uh, just as we read in James 5.16, which says, therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Question number five, how has the Holy Spirit brought comfort to you in this passage? And lastly, as always, how has he brought challenge to you? What specifically is he confronting in you so that you might die to your flesh and look more like Jesus? Thank you, Jesus, for the means of your grace that is your word. And thank you for the provision of your spirit that enables us to know its truth. May your name be hallowed and your will be done. And to you be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Well, that's going to be it for today. Thank you so much for listening to this entire series. Wow, it's been such a humbling privilege to steward this week of daily gospel meditations for his glory going from Monday all the way through Friday today. Keep a lookout for new episodes weekly on Mondays as the Lord wills it. Uh, We will be more likely than not taking next Monday off, uh, but we will be right back the following Monday on May 3rd, I believe. We could always just end up putting an episode out you never know Uh, so be sure to check back in and if you liked this week of daily gospel meditations from the word of god if they were helpful and spurring you on in your study of the word and finding full satisfaction in jesus please let us know and we will be sure to do it again maybe for the last week of may Uh, but in the meantime remember to love god love his church and faithfully build your foundation on him in Christ with prayers and love, Dialegami, the people's conversation with Travis and Kyra Gold. See you next time.